Welcome to the Brown Vegan Podcast, your source for starting a simple, delicious, and long-term vegan life. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes for weekly tips and inspiring conversations with other vegans. Now, here's your host, Monique Koch. Hey, how are you today? This is episode 21 of the Brown Vegan Podcast. I'm so excited that you tune in and I have a a great topic for you as always. If you have any topics that you would like me to discuss in the future or guests that you're interested in me bringing on the show, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'm Brown Vegan everywhere. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever works for you. But today's show is about eating out. Yeah. So I know from a lot of experience of my own experience and actually speaking to some of my vegan friends that eating out tends to be the hardest part for a lot of us when we get started in our journeys, mainly because we're so used to uh, associating everything with food and alcohol, right? When we go out to eat, all of your friends and family, you go to anyone's house, there's always something there um, that is guaranteed to have some meat, eggs, or dairy, right? So um, that's why I wanted to talk about this today. So I'm going to give you five tips to eat out as a vegan, especially a new vegan, so that you feel confident and that you're able to move forward in your journey and don't let food be the reason that you don't have a lot of fun. So the first thing you want to do is if you're going to a restaurant and you are going Um, with some friends and you're not really sure what's on the menu, the best way to discover what's on that menu is by going to the uh, restaurant's website. I've never actually been on a restaurant's website. It doesn't allow you to see what the options are. So that before you get to the restaurant, you'll have an idea of what's there, you know, especially if it's something, a place you've never been to before. It comes in handy to be able to just, you know, go on the website, check out what options they have and think about what's in the kitchen so that you can start making Um, the food work for you. So I think that's a very, very important tip. It comes in handy when you're traveling with other people. I know from my own experience that it's kind of hard when you travel with people because you, you know, majority is usually the winner anytime you go out um, in a group. So it's good to kind of get yourself, um, take care of some of that anxiety by actually looking up the menu online. So that's a first tip that I recommend for you if you're eating out as a vegan. The second tip is that if you want to, Um, say you're at home and you feel like going out to eat, you don't want to cook dinner, you don't feel like going to the grocery store, you don't feel like doing any of those things, there's this amazing app called happycow.net. It's a website and an app. And you can actually just go on there, you put in your zip code, and it'll tell you the nearest vegan friendly restaurants in your area. So I love this app. It's really handy, especially when you're traveling. So um, that's a great uh, resource. I also like that they have this option where you can see the reviews for this restaurant so that you don't just don't go up in there. You know, you have some type of expectation of um, how the food and everything will be. So it's really handy. It gives you the phone number for the restaurant. All of those things is a great resource. And I always use it when I travel. The third tip I want to give you is to think about when you're at a restaurant, think about what the chef has in the kitchen. A lot of times, especially local restaurants like the mom and pop kind of places, which is what I prefer over the chain restaurants, a lot of times they love what you have. Yeah, they love the idea of customizing something for you. So if you're very specific and say, you know, you want to make sure that your dis- dish doesn't have any, you know, meat, eggs and cheese, they will figure out something for you and make it delicious. I've had that happen for me before. And sometimes my food is better than what everybody else is eating. Yeah. So that's the good thing about that. The, the chefs at local restaurants and, and also high end restaurants, too are really, really good about customizing something specifically for you, especially because so many people have food allergies. 
it's these days it's really easy to go in there and just let them assume you have food allergies if you don't want to say just say <laughs> be make sure that you're very specific don't say that you're a vegan because a lot of times i notice that people don't really know the difference between vegan and vegetarian so they think you can eat dairy so you need to be very specific and say um is there any you know is this broth made out of beef broth i mean you need to be very specific and say is this broth made out of dairy? Is it made out of uh, beef stock or is it made out of chicken stock or vegetable? You know, so you have to ask very specific questions because a lot of times people don't understand what vegan is. I mean, of course, it's a lot better than it used to be with being a vegan, but still, sometimes people get vegan and vegetarian confused. So make sure that you're very specific about uh, what you need once you communicate with your server. And think about, like I said, what the chef has in the kitchen. Even if you're at a place that doesn't necessarily customize the menu a whole lot you can think about it for instance here's a good example say there's a mushroom burger on the menu and you so you know of course there's mushrooms you know they have buns you can actually have them make you some type of mushroom burger um, opposed to you eating the beef burger a lot of times it's just really good to consider what's on the menu and not necessarily the options that are listed on entrees because you know what's in the kitchen i got this tip from colleen patrick goudreau and it's like it really changed my whole perspective because once you consider what items the chef actually has in a kitchen, it just makes the process a little easier for you to have them customize something based on what you need. The next step I want to give you is sometimes you will have to end up making a meal out of the side dishes. Yes, because <laughs> a lot of times that's where all the, the vegan options are is, you know, on the side dishes. And that can include, you know, having a salad and making sure that they leave out the egg and the cheese and using some type of balsamic vinaigrette opposed to ranch dressing. Um, French fries, of course. It's been so many times that I've been out and I had to have French fries because there's nothing else for me to eat. But it holds me over, so I don't care. Um, baked potato um, without the butter and the sour cream. It's a lot of times you can have the chives in there. I've heard people say that they've had it with had them put some oil on their baked potato. Um, so you can have the steamed vegetables. They usually have that option or some rice. So you just have to make it work for you. You know, um, just realize it's not forever. A lot of times it's very uncomfortable in the beginning. I know that from my own experience that, you know, learning all of this and, and actually doing it can be really uncomfortable because people have so many questions and they look at you weird or even if no one's looking at you weird or have any questions, you feel weird about it. You know, sometimes it's us. It's not even other people. So you just have to realize that this is a very temporary situation. You're going to be home and you're going to be in the comfort of your home eating all of your vegan favorites. So you don't, this is just something that you have to do for work or for fun. So try to have fun and see the interactions with the people that you're around and the networking that you're doing as being the most important part and not the food. The last thing I want to mention is if you're going to some type of event, maybe a family member is having something at their house, you can actually bring a dish, of course, you know, bring one of your favorite simple vegan meals to uh, enjoy with the crowd. During the summertime, like a pasta salad would be amazing. Maybe you can do a vegan version of potato salad. I know families are real funny about who makes the potato salad, but you can make your <laughs> your own favorite vegan versions of something and then bring that along so that you'll get, you're guaranteed to have something to eat if you bring your own food. So I think that's an awesome thing you can do. And it's a great way to kind of get your family to try some of the foods and get an idea of how you're eating. So I think a lot of times if we come from a place of like love and just support and you don't we don't feel like we're judging other people and we just bring our food and 
and we bring enough to share, people are more receptive to the change and they have questions. And then who, who knows, maybe in a couple of years, they'll be asking you more questions and they decide to be a vegan too. I feel like that's what's happening with my own family. Um, when I first started, I used to feel like I got teased a lot about it. But now I feel like during Thanksgiving, Christmas or whatever time I'm with my family, especially like during the summertime, we had cookouts and things like that. I feel like my extended family is really open to it. They ask questions, really supportive. So it takes time, but um, sometimes eating out and family can be the hardest part. But once you get past that, things are a lot easier. So yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say today. Um, I wanted to share that because it was on my heart. Like I said, it's very important to focus on the interactions that you're having, the people that you're meeting, the networking that you're doing, and try not to focus on the food. Realize that, like I said, this is very temporary. You're going to be back home soon eating your own food, okay? This is just something to do for the day to spend time with your friends and families and colleagues. Uh, Another thing, too, I want to mention really quickly before we wrap up is that you can actually, of course, eat before you go and eat after you leave. There's been times that I've done that um, when I wasn't really sure about the food or I didn't have enough time to bring my own food. I would make sure that I eat on the way (laughs) in the car a lot of times or I would actually or I would um, cook something at home and eat that. So I'll have it. And then um, after the event, I make sure that I have something in my purse or something that I can eat. Well, I don't really have a purse, but I would make sure that I have something I leave in a car to eat, like, you know, some nuts and apples or whatever, so that when I get home, it holds me over until then. So that's an option too. make sure that you eat before and after. And I even do that sometimes when I know I'm going somewhere with food options, because I just never want you just never know. So it's always good to be prepared. I think sometimes that's the hardest part of this lifestyle is being prepared. We're not used to being so conscious about everything that we're doing, you know, so that can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.